Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's now time for Good, Bad and Ugly on Fridays in the Top End. With the good... So the good would have to be Waratahs. They've really struck, uh, snuck under the radar somewhat. Ryan Ayers would have to be one of the best tactical coaches alongside Shannon Rusker. Waratahs are able to play the conditions to a tee and move Jaden Magra up the ground a bit more, freeing him up. Ed Morris and Rob Turnbull looked to double-team Dill Lan at times throughout the game to great effect. Um, that 13 state league level players play on the weekend to St. Mary's 7 and it really showed when it clicks for Waratahs they're the best side in the comp. After a 22 year drought, a premiership drought though they need to, for it to continue to click now for the next 2 or 3 games. Darcy Hope, Jaden Magro and Dill Collis are their big dogs for mine but when you add in Ed Morris, Joel Crocker, Abe Ankers, Adam Gould and Scooter Carlin and Arnold Kirby also, and they also fire, they're the real deal and now trying to, they are peaking at the right time of the year. I agree, I don't think the job is done just yet. Um, obviously. Well, I but, think that's the criticism mm, for mine. Like, In what way? It, it's just they need a premiership. So, like, I, I, they look to have relaxed a bit from last year mm. when they won on the weekend. Like, and I, I'm, Yeah, like, they just need to get the wins and w- break that premiership drought now. Maybe they won by too much. Maybe it will give them a little bit of false confidence heading into a, an angry St. Mary's over the next couple of weeks. And Southern Districts, too, for that matter. We yeah. seem to be forgetting about them, or at least I do. But, uh, hey, I want to know, because we have been touring the town a little bit, Guru. And yeah, um, whenever I need to skip the queues in line or get in free entry, I always go out with you. And <laughs> uh, I have been hearing a little whisper that some of these football clubs, especially the Waratah Football Club last week, have been using our show as ammunition and hearing mm. about all that magro stuff and the wizard under the bed. We've seen a few comments on social media. Do you reckon what we say has an effect, Rob? Oh, I don't know. Um, it's interesting to see that they cared, though, which is good because mm. I think it's a different insight that we're now giving, though, guys, to the NTFL football and um, a bit more critical analysis. And But, yeah, I think if, if there's a lot of positives in the Waratahs win, but unless they bring home a Premiership Cup, it really means nothing to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and definitely the way the Waratahs responded. I think we, mm. we mentioned the rain was going to you know, slow mm. them down and make it even a more harder contest for them because mm. they'd like that outside free, clean football and for them to respond and, and make St. Mary's look like they were second rate um, mm. is, is credit to Ryan Ayres and the boys, um, you know, fraud on Tars. Oh, it was yep. a complete performance, really. It's very hard to criticise any aspects of Waratah. We put them on them. I think we all tipped St. Mary's last week and they've come out and annihilated St. Mary's. It wasn't really even close in the end. I think yep. Saints had a few kick four goals in the last quarter, but I watched the first three quarters and it was, it was very one-sided. Yep. The bad... Oh, it has to be Saints. They started poorly against Tars two weeks ago, and then they did it again last week in wet conditions. One out of four, out of the four games, this one was billed as a blockbuster, and the bookies couldn't even separate them at the start of the game. The major concern for mine is when their best four or five players don't impact to their usual level, who stands up for them? I think a weakness is that their midfield gets too far forward. They'll need to adjust that this week. Crocker and Collis sliced them through the corridor off half-back last week. They have, they have a fair few local juniors who are still developing who struggled on the weekend, and they, and they have a points issue that's similar to Nycliffe's with some very good three-pointers in the in the B grade. So those kids will need to bounce back this week. Um, 
Raf and Jacko, I guess are you guys concerned with their performance or do you just consider it a one-night sort of off-night for the Saners? I reckon that it's interesting because I can never, and we've seen in previous years, we can never rule out St. Mary's. They are just such a well-drilled team. Uh, there was a little bit of a different feel no, about them on the weekend. It didn't seem like, you know, I say the St. Mary's of old, but the St. Mary's of as even as recent as last year. They looked a little bit uh, second-guessing themselves. I don't know if that attack on the ball, if that willingness to run back and defend was there last weekend. It could have been a one-off. Obviously, the weather, uh, as it turned out, probably didn't suit them. We, we, we may have got that wrong last week when we were talking about how the wet weather probably suits them. Yeah. Um, perhaps they'll be looking for a dry deck now. Um, Jay Boyle is, a, and we'll talk about the inclusions later in the show, but I think if the weather is going to be heavy tomorrow, I don't mind that inclusion. Obviously, mm. it comes at the expense of someone like a Sam Fowler, who, who is another player on a dry day. I'd be picking in my top three flyings. Mm. Um, but look, I don't know. I would be interested in Raf's opinion. He's a bloke more in the inner sanctum and, and a former premiership player yeah. himself. Yeah, it's a, it's, it, they did look um, second rate and a bit uh, slow, like we said. I said before. Um, but yeah, I... It's a bit worrying signs, actually. Like mm. I, you know, like you said, you'd never ride off the St Marys, but um, yeah, if they if they come out and start to slow again, like even the team like Nycliffe, who keep you low scoring, and these weather conditions will even suit Nycliffe even more. Um, so hopefully, Saints have had a, you know a light light week on the track and and save some good running in their legs. So. Yeah, like you said, Rob, if those four or five players, it, it sort of drops away pretty quickly, um, a lot quicker than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need, yeah, like we said, you need your, your, your worst players you know, is the way you, you rate your side. So it's it's going to be an interesting one. And I think Nycliffe, with the way they've been playing and keeping teams to a low score, um, Saints have, have got a really you know, mm. got their work cut out from this weekend, I reckon. So be interesting to see how they bounce back. Um, yeah, but the quality they have, I'll, I'll back them to bounce back. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and you also got to remember that this is going to be, they've gone for four grand finals in a row, which takes a toll on any club, yep. you know. So I think that could be a factor as well. So I'll start with the ugly. Hold on. I also think, too, another one about St. Mary's, which is going to make it tricky, is that mm. there's probably a genuine, and this is harsh on Nycliffe, but everyone said that there's a genuine top three with three premiership contenders, mm. and now Saints are going to have to go through both as opposed to, you know, going the direct route like Southern Districts could if they get a win tomorrow against Waratah. So mm. they've got to beat both Waratah and Southern District now to. Yep. to win the flag or and Nike and, and and as well confident yeah. exactly as well. so you've got to beat all three yep so the ugly I mean, I mean this from the best place possible but there are two things I wasn't happy with about the coverage of the games first they need to make sure the correct school gets put on the score um mm. This is something the commentators must keep an eye on. Um, it went on for too long last week. I was getting texts about how good um, I thought it was Buffaloes were going, and I looked at the score, and it was the scores were even. Mm. Um, then I had to go back and rewind, and, and that, that just needs to be better. Um, this is something you notice as well, Clarky, but it's also the replays need to be a lot more precise. Mm. The Buffaloes Nycliffe melee at three-quarter time, we couldn't even see because I played a rerun of someone going for a mark on the mm. wing or something ridiculous. And Maybe often, that was by design. Yeah, oh, I don't think they think that far. Ahead, but often the replays like play where, where the players are, you know, they go. Someone's running inside fifty to have a shot, like mm. kick it to a player, and they're going with a rebound, but like a replay back of someone marking the ball across half back, and we don't see the inside fifty play. And it's yeah. something you brought up as well. Well, Clark, I think it's something. Ago. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, like because to be able to, I don't know how it works behind the scenes. Obviously, mm. you've done a bit of commentary. I've I've been in a box before doing all that sort of stuff, but. I don't know how, like, what technical skills are required to be able to run replays and stuff like that, but you need that blend of those technical skills and also a bit of footy knowledge, you know, mm. and a bit of awareness, a bit of reading of the play, so that, yeah, like you said, you're not cutting when 
Jackson Court is about to take mark of the year and then we're looking at a, at a replay of the ball going out of bounds or something like that. Yeah. But I also think the replays are a tad too long as well. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they'll replay a whole 15, 20 second piece of vision where it could just be like that last little 5, 10 second bit. Yeah, but, and also like with the score, that's just done with a, on the laptop, ne- a blo- like a young fella next to us. And then yeah. the young fellas will be sitting on their phone texting and then you're like, oh, like put the score in and they put the wrong team and they just go back to their phone and people on live, like sitting live watching it like they just you know it, just gotta have a it used to frustrate me a couple of years ago when they didn't even have the scoreboard box and mm. then they wouldn't pan constantly to the the scoreboard, scoreboard itself yeah. or they need play <laughs> yeah. they need the commentary i think in fairness to those young fellows on their phones um you need to have the commentators constantly talking about the score you know it's just it's mm. local football I think whenever there's a break in play whenever there's a stoppage it's oh yep yeah, you know second quarter 15 minutes in Tars lead by 13 points or something like that just yeah, a I constant update wouldn't go astray yeah I used to do that as well and then try to because I didn't want to tell the kid that that's why you're the best business guru <laughs> <laughs> yeah still yeah. couldn't get a gig though but um <laughs> Yes, that's, that's pretty much the good, bad, and ugly, guys. Very good. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays in the Top End. We are back in the beautiful Rain and Horn Darwin studio where they will love your listing.